0: Learn more at ibm.com slash IBM. Let's create. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that flips through the pages of history to deliver old news in a new way. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're talking about the origin of the coveted Newbery Medal, the top prize for outstanding children's literature in the United States. The day was June 27th, 1922. The Newbery Medal was awarded for the first time as a way to recognize excellence in children's literature. The inaugural winner. Was The Story of Mankind by Dutch author and illustrator Hendrik Wilhelm van Loon. The Newberry Medal was the first award of its kind. Before its creation, no one had thought to honor a book aimed at children, as the genre wasn't considered real literature. The Newberry Medal was the brainchild of Frederick G. Melcher, a former bookseller and a lifelong bookworm who believed that, quote, a great nation. Is a reading nation. Throughout his long and varied career, Melcher did whatever he could to help keep the U.S. a reading nation. In 1918, he took over as editor of Publishers Weekly, a trade news magazine aimed at publishers, librarians, booksellers, and hardcore bibliophiles. A year later, Melcher teamed up with two prominent librarians to help promote literacy among the nation's schoolchildren. His partners were Anne Carroll Moore, the superintendent of children's works at the New York Public Library, and Franklin K. Matthews, the librarian of the Boy Scouts of America. Together, the three of them established Children's Book Week, which is now the longest-running national literacy campaign in the country. Over time, Melcher noticed that not many new children's books were being published each year, fewer than 500 in the early 1920s. Worse yet, the few new books that were published didn't receive much coverage, hardly any promotion or reviews, and definitely not any awards. It was with that sad state of affairs in mind that Melcher came up with the idea for an annual award honoring the best new children's book of the previous year. In June of 1921, Melcher pitched his idea to a group of children's librarians at the American Library Association, or the ALA. He also proposed naming the award after John Newberry, an 18th century English author and publisher who is often called the father of children's literature. Newberry obviously wasn't the first to write stories for young readers, and he wasn't the first to publish them either. He was, however, the first person to put any real effort into publishing books exclusively for children. Like Melcher decades later, Newberry had lamented the lack of children's books on the market and to help make up for it, he wrote and published about 200 of his own, proving in the process that young readers were both a vital and profitable audience. The children's librarians at the ALA loved Melcher's idea for the Newbery Medal. The following year, he submitted a formal proposal to the group's executive board. In it, Melcher outlined the official purpose of the Newbery Medal. Its three main objectives were as follows to encourage original creative work in the field of books for children, to emphasize to the public that contributions to children's literature deserve similar recognition to poetry, plays, or novels for adults, and to give those librarians who make it their life work to serve children's reading interests an opportunity to encourage good writing in that field. The proposal also defined how judging would work, Each year, the winner would be chosen by a committee of educators, librarians, publishers, and book reviewers, all of whom would be members of the ALA's Children's Division. The board eagerly approved Melcher's proposal, and later that summer, the Newbery Medal was awarded for the very first time. The award itself was, and is, a physical bronze medal designed by René-Paul Chambellan. On one side, it depicts an author, perhaps John Newberry himself, handing copies of his book to a young boy and girl. The other side of the medal shows an open book with a torch behind it, as well as an inscription. It reads, quote, For the most distinguished contribution to American literature for children. Beginning that year, each winning author would receive their own copy of the medal with their name engraved on it. Future reprints of Newbery-winning books typically feature the bronze medal on their cover as well, sometimes as an embossed seal. The award's recipient in 1922 was The Story of Mankind, a non-fiction history book written specifically for young readers. It provided an anecdotal account of the history of Western civilization, stretching from the prehistoric age to what was then the present day. To help bring these historical events to life, the book also featured pen and ink illustrations by the author, Hendrik Willem van Loon. He wrote and illustrated several non-fiction books for children, but the story of mankind was by far his most famous. As a historian and a grandfather, van Loon was committed to making history more lively and engaging for children. In fact, he originally wrote the story of mankind for his grandkids. Their stuffy school textbooks had presented human history as little more than a list of names and dates, but Van Loon's book turned it all into one big sweeping adventure. It's not the most popular Newbery Medal winner today, and it may seem like a strange first choice for the award, but at a time when so few books were being written with children in mind, Van Loon's earnest effort to make history more intriguing was well worth celebrating. The story of mankind is still in print today, and the book's timeline has even been brought up to date through the inclusion of new writing by historian Robert Sullivan. The Newbery Medal was well-received by the industry, the public, and the press. Melcher and the ALA continued to give it out each year, and in 1937, they even created a second award, the Caldecott Medal, to honor the year's best children's picture book. Every year, the committees for both awards also recognized a handful of other books deemed worthy of attention. These were originally known as Runners Up, but in 1971 the official name was changed to Honor Books. The Newberry Medal was born of the desire to create an American children's canon, to establish a reliable list of high quality titles for parents, teachers, and librarians to recommend to young readers. On that count, the award has been a resounding success. As of 2022, the 100th anniversary of the Newbery Medal, almost every book that's received the award is still in print and readily available at stores, schools, and libraries across the country. In the last few decades, Newbery winners have become much more reflective of the world we live in as well. This has added some much-needed diversity to a canon that had long focused mostly on white male perspectives two categories that many young readers don't fall into. The other goal of the Newbery Medal was to encourage the writing of new, original, creative stories for children. And it's on that count that the award has been maybe even more successful. Only about 450 new titles for young readers were published in 1922. But today, more than 30,000 are published each year. Of course, not all of those titles are going to be worth a child's time or a parent's money, but that's where awards like the Newbery Medal come in. A bronze seal on the cover is no guarantee that you'll like what's inside. Some of the books are nearly a 100 years old after all, but it's still a good starting point. After all, if you can't trust your librarian, who can you trust? I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC show. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.